Good morning, Thunderbird enthusiasts and antique car lovers everywhere. Welcome to the podcast, Ford Thunderbird, unique in all the world. Today, we're going to look at the seventh generation of Thunderbirds called the Big Birds by their collectors. This podcast takes us to the year 1974, and it is the third edition of the Big Bird. Design-wise, not much has changed from the 1973 model year, so we are going to spend a little more time talking about options and engineering that is new for the 1974 Thunderbird. The 460 cubic inch engine is now standard, and it is rating at 220 horsepower. On the options list, we'll find a new transparent moonroof. Solid state ignition is now standard. There are no more points. This allows the car to run more efficiently and it is very easy to start up. Those Ford big blocks were a heck of an engine to turn over in their time. In the paint department, we find a very special white and gold edition of the Thunderbirds. Many collectors seek this model out. It was not only a very special paint code, it was a very special interior. I have actually seen one of these in person and is quite lovely. Also, there is a new special burgundy luxury group that features a dark red grain vinyl top. It is also outstanding, although I've only seen pictures of these. I have not seen one of these in person. The 1974 Big Bird featured the infamous interlock system. The federal government now said we weren't smart enough to put our seat belts on ourselves, so they didn't allow the car to start until the seat belt was firmly fastened around us. Many people thought they could pull the seat belt out, fasten it, and place the seat belt behind them. In the case of the Thunderbird, they could not do this because there was a logic circuit built into the interlock circuit that sensed if you had the seat belt on or not. The dealer calendar year sales amounted to about 0.72% of the industry totals, which was about 54,112 units. For the calendar year, there was a total of 58,443 birds built. The 1974 model averaged 11 miles per gallon, and with the Arab oil embargo, the T-Bird lost about 30,000 customers. With a 26-gallon fuel tank, that was about 286 miles a tank full. You'd better plan your turnpike cruising carefully. Well, the Big Bird is now being compared to the American Motors Corporation Matador, the Oleg Cassini edition, its own Ford brother, the Mercury Cougar, and its own cousin, the Grand Torino Ford Elite. Ford emphasizes that the quality build and finish of each T-Bird and the press of the time seems to agree. They always were quite complimentary on the fit and finish of each Thunderbird. I still find it odd that in a luxury car of this status, it only came with an AM radio standard. You had to either buy a tape deck or an AM FM radio as an option. I just always found this very strange. When I look at the vinyl roof, I see there was a 100% installation rate on the T-Bird. So that means you'll not find a 1974 T-Bird without a vinyl roof. If you do, I would highly suspect that the roof has been removed as I've heard of no 
uh, deal or delete in this area. Well, that's about it for this week. We will be heading on to the 1975 next week and building to one of the most important T-Birds, the 1977 model. I know, I know what I'm talking about. You'll see, but let's not ignore these big birds. So until next week, enjoy your T-Birds and remember to drive those antiques. <laughs>